A young Turk gives up everything to reach the United States. An Egyptian queen forms a bond with two Romans. A family saga spanning the 1800s. A traveler builds a chapel for a group of nuns. And a bastard has romantic adventures. This time on the Oscar should have gone to 1963. And the Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to... Have your And the Oscar goes to Craig. I think we did it. We made a mistake doing this podcast um, <laughs> simply because we ended up having to watch all the films of 1963. If we could go back in time, I would have said. This is, we would have started off the first episode saying, this is the Oscars should have gone to where we do every year except for 1963. Yeah. Um, you know, is this the last year of the 60s too? This was the last year of the 60s wow. that we wow. had left. Um, you know, we should have known because, you know, of course, this was the year John F. Kennedy was assassinated. So we should have known in advance. That, that it was a bad year. Terrible. So is it fair to say 1963, how does 1963 compare to 2020, 2020? Um, no devastating that, fires, but... Right. I would say they maybe still had better films. <laughs> huh. <laughs> certainly, uh, not, certainly not shorter. No, 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 no. Um, let's bring in our guest because she can play this game with us also. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel so I bad, to. by the way. What did I text you? Yeah. I said I feel so bad because I so, <laughs> I feel like this guest is going to be great and it sh- you should have been on a long time ago, in, in my opinion. And Craig just kept being like, no, not her. <laughs> and, um, and I'm really sorry that this is – I'm so sorry. Um, so we have with us um, actress, one of the funniest people I know, Kate Weber. Hi. Sorry, um, we, sorry we've cursed you. I, you know, I was like, when am I going to get my invite? And then I was like, yay. And <clears throat> I, not to spoil anything, but I started with how the West was won. Ooh. And it was just like. Ooh. So did I. That's where I started too. That's oh, where my journey began. Oh no. And I texted Craig in, to move the date up. And he was, and I was like, well, as long as the rest of them aren't, as long as how the West was won. And he was like, oh, no, no, they're not. <laughs> oh, t- terrible news. Terrible news. They are long, if not longer. Uh, yeah. I was like, that actually falls smack dab in the middle of the five. Yeah, it did. <laughs> um, I do think it is, it is a little fitting that Kate is on. First of all, we should say Kate is in New York. Yes. Um, and we had not had any people outside of Los Angeles until the pandy started. Yeah. Everybody else had been in studio, even if they were, you know, not from LA, our good friends, Rusty and Adam were visiting. Yeah. Um, So we've only had a couple guests that actually weren't here, but if I have a friend that could beguile the Roman Empire mm. and sit on a throne. You do have those violet in 20, eyes. You, in you, and, gold. you and Liz, you both have those violet yeah. eyes. So I, I think it's fitting that she is here for for that. Yes, um, I, I give off. I think more of the um, 
live action Flintstones Liz Taylor <laughs> than Cleopatra Liz Taylor. But uh, yes, I've, I have gotten that before. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, so, so great because I feel very strongly that I am, I've, my spirit animal personally is, is Jimmy Stewart and how the rest was one because I feel like, um, I just have, I have that grizzled quality to me that he brought so, so clearly so well. What a perfect role for him. <laughs> and, I, and I feel, I feel like I'm probably most akin to the, um, other guy on the ship in America, America that jumps off and kills him. <laughs> Johannes. Yes. Yeah. Johannes. R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. 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 Johannes. Um, so this was we miserable. The, how long? We were, how, I'm so sorry. This must have taken you. How many hours did we watch no, these movies? I, I, well, um, I bet it was about the same amount of time we spent watching these movies. Well, uh, it just I just actually kind of um, I just kind of have a pretty open schedule right now, which is amazing. <laughs> um, and oh, yeah? so a I lot of I social like, life going on. <laughs> I like timed it out that I like I'll watch a, a movie every evening. And so it was like. You should also okay. point out that cat that Kate tends to go to bed very late, so yes. that actually works <laughs> out as well. So whereas most of us, if we put on a movie at like eight, we wouldn't want it to be more than two hours. Yeah. For her, a nice four-hour Cleopatra that fits in perfectly with her schedule because that's it then another gets her several cool hours thing. Afterwards, that's to, a cool thing about yeah. Kate. Cool people go to bed late. I just do want to say that cool people go to bed sure. late. Cool people yeah. are night owls, and I'm, I as I say this as somebody that I go to bed earlier and earlier every night. Um, in the hopes that I might never wake up, but I am very, I'm, I'm happy that this wasn't too terrible for you. And I also will say that Cleopatra, I blocked out all of Saturday to watch and I did, uh, per Craig's recommendation, split it up into two movies. Yeah. Um, we were speaking of two loads of, of as I like to say, two loads of laundry. Yeah. (laughs) I'm speaking of the lengths of these, Megan. So, with us doing this year, we've now done every year from 1960 to 2009. Oh, you did some math, didn't you? Do you know if there were any of those years we did, not counting 2009, which was 10 movies, mm. that the f- full runtime was longer than this year? Than all five movies? Yeah. So no. the five-movie year, if any year was longer. I mean, the only year I feel like that might come close is 97, I don't because of Titanic. Because of Titanic. So there was one year we did that actually was even longer, and it was 1962, really? the year before, which oh, is really? Lawrence of Arabia and oh. Mutiny on the Bounty and Music Man. And okay, okay, okay. And those movies were also day. okay. The long oh, okay, okay. I guess th- I, so. That makes me feel a little bit better because I don't want to be he- out here being like. These movies are shitty because they're super fucking long. Because there are movies that we've done that are really long that, like, we talked about, I really like The Longest Day, and I like Lawrence of Arabia, and The Music Man is fine. Uh, <laughs> no, no comment on, what was the other one from that year that was sucked? I don't know. Mutiny on the Bounty. Mutiny on the, no comment on Mutiny on the Bounty. <laughs> but, uh, but these movies, I felt every minute of them, for the most part. Yeah. I actually did so much boring research on this. From 1944 through 2008, which were the year there were five nominees for Best Picture, there were actually three years that had a longer full runtime. 
Um, there's two years in the fifties as well. Oh, wow. Um, but, uh, I can't wait for you guys to ask me to do that one. Too. Yeah. <laughs> but, you um, don't know you're, you've done enough, ma'am. You've done enough. <laughs> you've done enough. Um, Dianu. Yeah. Should we, uh, although Cleopatra is the longest I movie believe, that's ever been. Yeah. Nominated. Although, you know, you can only find the director's cut now. I know they had several different versions that were actually released in theaters at the time. Well, so he wanted his first cut was it's like six, six hours. hours. Yeah. Yeah. So, but to be fair, he wanted it was supposed to be two movies. It was supposed right. to be Caesar and Cleopatra and then Antony and Cleopatra. Okay. And the studio was like, I don't, we just, uh, the Burton Taylor thing is really what people want to see. So, yeah. we're going to make it one movie. We're going to talk more about Cleopatra, but I do want to say yeah. uh, LA history, which is always interesting to me. Do you know that Century City exists because of Cleopatra? I so did not so they because they had to sell the land to get money the money it almost to finish their it. studio. <laughs> How fucking crazy is that? They had to sell off the back lot. What a crazy cool story! And now there's a great mall there. So you know, big 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 outdoor mall. How's that faring these days? <laughs> Better than indoor malls. I'll sure, tell you that that's much. true. For sure, for sure. Better than. Yeah, any other mall in America, except maybe the Mall of America, because they, <laughs> yeah. they don't care about masks they, there, right? No, they're, they're fine. fine, I'm sure. Um, let's jump into this. We'll go alphabetically through the nominees. Um, the Best Picture winner is actually last alphabetically anyway this year, which is always a little bit extra fun mm. for me. It's like uh, when they but, say the name of the movie in the movie, which I believe the first movie happens. does do. All a the lot. time in the first movie. <laughs> and as as we talked about um, on our last episode, I believe, for whatever reason, the 60s loved to repeat its titles, mm-hmm. America, America. <sighs> All right. I had never even heard of this movie until no. uh, yeah. I started going through the nominees. Um, I have never of, heard of it. Ilya Kazan. Fuck mm-hmm. that guy, right? He named fucking uh-huh. names. Yeah. In the fucking, to the... Huak. To the Huak. Huak. Um, It's a very personal story for him. Clearly a passion project. Clearly a passion project. It is boring. (laughs) (gasps) Oh, no. It's okay if you like something that we don't, although I will say that this movie is boring. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't think... It was that boring. Okay, that's because you're in New York and you're like, (laughs) they came through Ellis Island and it's the place where people come. The cynic in me is... It did have a little bit of what I call meet the fucker syndrome where it's like, God, does everything have to go wrong for this guy? Yeah. Um, I couldn't believe when he broke Terry Polo's nose when they were playing water volleyball um, (laughs) when he was going through the mountains. (laughs) We were like, this movie has really taken a turn. Uh, yeah. I, oh my gosh, I didn't think this was that boring. It was very long, as well, are, couldn't be said for many of our films. But see, it, I actually thought this movie sort of did get interesting once he kind of gets like arranged married. Um, well, she like, was interesting. She, yeah. So he, this thought, guy's I not an the actor. Father, and I thought the father yeah. was interesting. Yeah. So I thought that stuff was interesting. It's just that happens about an hour and 40 minutes into the movie. <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> I liked all the women in this movie. Like you had the like dope grandma who mm-hmm. was just like lived in a cave. And then the, um, and then yeah, the fiance. 
And then the the unhappy woman that he has an affair with. Right. The rich American woman. Like I was the fiance. Do you think she in real life was a real pretty girl and they put fake eyebrows on her? Yes, I do. I absolutely do. She was plenty pretty. She was, yeah, no, I didn't understand that either. Being like, sorry, I thought I'm not pretty like, enough. I thought they were like, you know, we've written it where she talks about how she's not pretty, but we can't hire someone who's not pretty. So <laughs> what if we just give her a unibrow-ish sort yeah. of, like almost connect those brows? Spoiler alert, then not all Armenians like look like, she didn't She didn't have the access to uh, plastic surgery in the same way that the Kardashians, Kardashians did. Kardashians So right. I just felt like, so this guy was not really an actor, like he... Like all these people were like, right, Craig? Am I crazy? They found I him. I, 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 think he was just I mean, a Greek I think actor. he. Yeah, I think he was, but I mean, he wasn't like. I don't. Well, think but he. he really yeah, he never had done anything real here, and I don't think he ever really did anything again. Even though he did win like best newcomer at the Golden Globes, oh and God. I think he probably was pretty limited in terms of what he could do in the United States. Yeah, it just was. I don't know. It was interesting to me because in a lot of ways he wanted, it felt like like Kazan tried to be very authentic, but then also the fact that everybody spoke English, which I understand. I get why they did it, but it's also weird because then some, then Americans would be speaking and I'm like, well, are, the language barrier was never, I don't know, was, was never really made clear. Um, and then I just could not, it was, and I and maybe again this is like a different time and this is something again I'm living I'm living I'm an American. This is I'm going to shock you guys. I'm an American. Mm-hmm. Living in America. Speak mm. sister. In 2020. Mm-hmm. Oh and boy. For me watching this dude, this European dude be like I just got to get there. I just got to get there. I'm like sweet pea. Yeah. Turn Stay around. where you are. <laughs> Stay where you are. <laughs> Get back on that boat. Have that boat take you back. Like, get listen, back on that boat. Listen, don't don't go to Turkey. Don't it's go to Turkey. Don't go to Turkey. Don't go, go to Turkey. Go to Mykonos or something. Yeah, Greece or... Open up a, open up a hotel. Yeah, like, like Lindsay like Lohan. Amanda Seyfried. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Really, almost anywhere. I'm just like, not... You're... It's... Yeah. Anyway. I think this movie also starts weird because I think... Ilya Kazan's opening voiceover really kind of makes it hard to sink into the world of the movie for me. Yeah. I actually realized yeah. that um, the version that I had that had been digitized was the director's uh, commentary originally. So like I got like three minutes into the movie and I was like, why is he still talking? <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I did the wrong track. <laughs> oh, you just was, you would have talked both- the whole way through. Yeah. I've done that before with the, you know how there's, because uh, I always watch everything with captions and there's, but there's the like uh, visual assistance mm-hmm. uh-huh. dialogue. And I've definitely watched movies where it's like, wait, what is happening? <laughs> oh my God, I put the wrong kind of. Uh, Why are they saying he stands up and walks across the room? I don't, yeah. <laughs> okay. Like I can, I can see that. I just yeah. didn't hear it right. I'm like, okay. oh, I have the wrong kind of accessibility. Selected. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I, man, I got so into this one. I loved uh, all of the, the, I mean, what's so funny is like all the supporting characters having those like uh, New York accents. It was like anyone who was like, like a, like a rough and tumble guy. They were like, like, yeah. They were like cabbies. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. We live we um, live here in uh, Armenia, but we're going to go to the New York because uh, we fit in yeah. there because of the way we talk. <laughs> yes. I uh, I enjoyed it. I the there were I think my one big thing that I said is cuz he's he almost drowns right. and then he doesn't know how to swim when he's in America at, when he gets into the harbor and I was like probably would have learned to swim if I'm going after on a the boat first time. Well, and also after I almost drowned. Yeah. yeah. Would have made that a priority. His he um, had one he had one priority and that was America America and he was yeah. like it's all he wanted. I did like Speaking of the, we spoke of the grandmother. I liked it when he picked up his grandmother like yeah. a baby. Um, I found it very odd, um, but I liked it. Um, I hated the guy he was first like traveling with. Oh my oh, god! That, I was like um, the Abdul like, the grifter. Yeah, that he like stole all his money. I was like, get rid of this guy. Leave. Mm-hmm. Just go in the middle of the night. It was very. He was also. I feel like that whole section was played a little bit for like laughs, and I was like, it's annoying more than anything. <laughs> Uh, get out of there. Um, I mean, he was, it was his, like, his odyssey. He had to learn. It was. It was I, the, his, it was, it, if that is a tagline for this movie, is America, America, <laughs> a more boring odyssey. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, the one thing I just didn't get out of the whole film was he just, he did not really seem to like his family. And yeah. for him to go through all of, like, it seemed like he was on this very personal, selfish journey for America, which I was like, I get that of yeah. him being like, I don't belong here, whatever. But then for him to get there to bring his family, I was like, wait, do you like them? Yeah. I didn't know you liked them at all. Yeah. That would have been more interesting too, to me. Cause I, I guess my, I, I get that thing of like that obligation of like, this is how they'll know that I made it because I move like whatever that sort of like, uh, that arc would have been interesting to see of like you, I don't, I don't like, you know, I don't belong here. I don't like you, but I'm going to show you or whatever, right. that, that, especially with his dad who never made it right to right. America. That would have been interesting to see America. too. Please say I'm sorry. Twice. I'm sorry, America, America. Uh, that would have been interesting to see too, but you know, I don't know. I actually, you know, the, my favorite part is when he mm-hmm. is the shoe shiner at the end and he's like, Come on, who's next? Who's next? Who's next? No, no waiting, no waiting. I was like, you, oh, I love this guy. This seems like a different guy. And I'm going to be real. I would watch a movie about this guy. You mean Joe Arnaz? Joe Arnaz. <laughs> sure, yeah. That was which Joe is, Arnaz. Of course, which, of course, is the name they give him at. Oh, Joe Arnaz, Arnaz, right. Like, right. You're, yes, you want to be Joe Arnaz? Um, That's interesting to me. Do you I love think that he's shit. related to Lucy? <laughs> no, they spell it differently. Oh, okay. His is A-R-N-E-S-S. Kate, have oh. you ever been, and, and Craig too, have you guys ever been to Ellis Island? Oh my God, it's absolutely wonderful. It's so cool. I, it is I, very cool. I always tell people that want to visit New York, I'm like, don't go to Statue of Liberty. Don't go to Statue, yeah, no. It's, you can, and you get on the cruise to Ellis Island and you go right by it and you see it and it's great. Ellis Island is amazing. It's crazy. Yeah, they have that like fascinating movie there. They have mm-hmm. this beautiful um, tree that like shows you like the languages that like Amer- like words that that we use in America that are from all these and all the different like languages they're from. Yeah, it's so neat. And the Is last the time movie- I was there, there was like a, a rain like a park because it's like a park, what a national park or whatever. Mm-hmm. And there was like one of the rangers there, and she was like, "Gather around, and I'm gonna like take you through the experience of an immigrant coming here for the first time." And I was like. 
here for it. And she fucking <laughs> crushed it. She did a great job and was like, And Imagine. she was like, you, ma'am, have smallpox. Yeah, pretty much. Like, get out. <laughs> get back on the boat. Get, get back, back on the, the boat. Back to the potato face. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, what are you, a Mick? We don't want any of those ta- types here. Get back on the boat. Uh, it was great. I love that stuff. That that sort of stuff, I could have watched more of of him sort of. And apparently that's true. They didn't that there's a it's a misnomer that they just assigned everybody English names. A lot of times they were like, you can pick what's your name. Do you want to keep your name? You can pick your name. Um anyway, I thought that was interesting. I would watch more of that. But instead we got him. Well it is also to have three hours of him in not America America because I was like, oh surely we're gonna see him Adjust. Go through America because it's about America, America. <laughs> nope. No. You get about fifteen minutes. Honestly, of it, it shouldn't have been America, America. It should have just been like America. I get it because it's just a little yeah. bit of America. Listen, I, listen. I'll tell you what. What I what I uh, really took from the from the film that I'm really feeling right now is that uh, I liked when they said uh, women. God shouldn't have made them tongues, oh. right? Is that a part that happened? I wrote down yeah, that said, quote. Yeah, he said, "Women, God, God made the mistake of giving them tongues." tongues. <sighs> it also made me miss. So when I lived in New York, every year Kate hosts Thanksgiving, and um, there's I a scene remember in the movie this. where they all eat, and then uh, the men go into another room and unbuckle their pants. And I was like, "Makes me think of Thanksgiving." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the women do all of the cleaning up. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we would go in and just have our cigars and brandy and unbuckle yeah. our pants. Yeah. Yeah. It, and, it was hard because I've had to make sure there's a, a parlor in all of my apartments hmm. for the boys to go. And yeah, that costs. And, and that does not. And, and just for that, for that one meal, Kate, that costs. I know. You can only find them in like a few areas. Like it's really only certain blocks near Central Park that you can even find parlors. <laughs> Plus in. remember that, remember that fainting couch that you, that you bought that you had to buy too for. Yep. Yeah. It was, it, you know, well, the Kate's, things Kate's, we do. Kate's vertigo means she always has to have a fainting couch. That's that's. <laughs> I had to saw off all the arms of just, all of my furniture <laughs> because it's a it's a hot sometimes it's a hazard. I get a little dizzy. Yeah. Um, we should move on from America, America. Great. Um, <laughs> to perhaps. Are you sure you want to move on from America, America? Is this going to be the main event? I want to I move on so. from Straight Talk, America. Oh, are we going to talk about how the West was won now? No, we're going. Well, that's also going to be good. We're going to talk about Cleopatra. Oh, Cleopatra. Oh, yay. Okay, so now this is um, what I would say about Cleopatra. It, 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 to mirror Kate, way too fucking long. Way too fucking long. Insanely too long. However, yeah. I was interested for a, a lot of it. And I think, and I think here's why. I yeah. think because of the drama, of the behind, because I knew the story of it. Because I watched the Lindsay Lohan, um, of course, that's yeah. made that's for cable my, movie. That was my reference point for this. And you know, she percent. You know that she kept those letters for the rest of her life. I think that's the last. line. That's the last that line. Movie. She kept those yeah. letters for the. And she's and she, but she says it like this. She says it like she kept those letters for the rest of her life. <laughs> like she has that weird thing, and they're in heaven. What is the name of that movie again? Oh, Liz and Dick. Liz and Dick. Great movie. Um, better than Cleopatra. Mm-hmm. But I, I was interested, <laughs> for sure, but I was interested in um, in the, the chemistry between her and Richard Burton, which I will say, there was some heat. See, for me, 
I actually think the first half of the movie is pretty good. Yes. Because I think Rex Harrison, who I know is like an all-time monster in real life, yeah. is really good as Caesar. He's great. He is. He's and I yeah, I think the the first half was way more. The second half I felt like because we've watched a lot of Richard Burton movies since we've gone through the 60s, and I think uh-huh. he's a tremendous actor. And this is to me, by far the worst performance of any of the movies we watched him in. Yes. No, I you're going like to have to direct me to something of his. Yeah, I feel good. like he was so <gasps> over it the entire movie. I, yes. And I was like, oh, this this must have been like a night after like him and Liz like yeah. drank for like 19 hours. And, and I think that's like, why it kept me this. interested because you're right. The first half, it was like, it, it, it should have been two different movies, not just for the length, because the first yeah. half felt like pretty interesting and like in the yeah. sense of like I'm interested in, I didn't know all of the background with Cleopatra and Julius Caesar and I'm interested in that and yeah. Rex Harrison's a good actor um and she's so beautiful it's like by the way fine I but it's be, I don't think I even knew that Cleopatra was in Rome when Caesar was murdered no oh that's yeah true. that's true that's, 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 really that's a true, true thing that's fascinating yeah. yes. wow I mean as far as they can so yeah. the second half, no, I liked watching for different reasons because I felt like it was a train wreck and yeah. I was here for it because, again, I had the Liz and... Remember that part, Kate and Liz and Dick, when they, they're like, their spouses come to visit set and they're like, it's like... It's like they basically should have like <laughs> like that music A bunch of open doors running through hallways. Yeah, they're just like trying yeah. to like avoid like while they like, yeah. fu- like they're like, oh, let's fuck real quick. And then we got to like go over yeah. here and then like, we got to hide, whatever from Eddie Fisher. Um, I mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. loved I that. So for that reason, I was like very interested in watching it. And a lot of the set pieces too, because I knew that this almost uh, bankrupted the studio. Right? Yeah. I, the, the whole time I just kept being like, Oh my God, this is so expensive. Mm-hmm. It was just like, just so big and beautiful. And you're like, that's real. Like that. The parade alone is not yeah. painted. That is no. So and those extras. beautiful. And the cost. So that's so, that's, so you know many the story extras. about the parade. No, what's is the story? That, about the so they <laughs> shot it and there was, they couldn't get like the lighting right. So they had to go and do reshoots of it, which is why her son in that scene has that terrible Italian accent. When you're like, why does everybody in this movie have a British accent except for you cast the son with an Italian accent? And then later when we see him again before he's taken off to be murdered by um, fucking Augustus um, or Octavius. Octavius. Before he was Augustus. why they? Why he has like a British accent? Why he's like, oh, help! I'm off, mommy. Because it's a different um, kid. Because it's a different kid. I mean, who's grown up? But that's why it was an Italian kid. Because the kid who was originally shot in it was a British kid, and he'd grown too much. So they had to throw another kid in that kind of looked like him when they did reshoots. Wow. I'm. There's also apparently I didn't get to see. I didn't see it, but apparently there's also because there were so many because they were filming in Italy, which you know does did dubbed films. Mm-hmm. So like they didn't think anything of like talking and stuff. And there was apparently there was um, some extras that were like selling gelato like during filming. <laughs> I didn't see that part, but apparently you can see that. And they said like the extras were just like driving everyone crazy. And there's also, there so and how do you wrangle all of those? It's like well, such they also, a when they were shooting that scene. So this was right after all the Burton Taylor stuff had come out, and the Catholic Church was like very, like obviously like 
attacking about that. Right. And all these extras, or not even extras, like people in the area just sort of rushed the set. And at first they thought they were like screaming at Liz Taylor, but really they were basically like fawning over her. And she started crying because she was so emotional that they loved her so much, but that meant they had to back up the Sphinx and all of the dancers and everything and redo her makeup. So now, so now I love this movie even more. (laughs) Now I'm like, that's bananas. That is such a circus and I love it. So how, how many minutes do we have to rank the outfits? Oh yeah. At least 40 we need. This was, this was the most (laughs) outfits ever in a film, but it only held that record for like five more years. Cause Julie Andrews and star actually wears even more clothes than Liz Taylor wears in this. I don't think she gets to wear a 24 karat dress that is literally worn just when she's dead. (laughs) Well, she wore it in the parade too, right? Yeah, Does that it, was the same dress yeah, she wore the in the same, parade. At least she the underdress okay. part. Yeah, the, the under thing. That she shit. She didn't wear the whole. With the thing and the said. thing. Yeah. That shit was. And by the way, you could just see her in that scene at the end with the ass, but just she's like, I am going for it. And she, bless her heart, she really, she really tried. She really tried. I well, felt see, like. I'm going to go, I'm going to go back on you a little bit with this because. I don't like, we don't really even see the ass until it's like crawling around on the ground. Oh no. I I mean, her acting wise, she was like, really like, I am, this is the speech that I'm giving while I kill myself. I don't know why she wouldn't just, I was going to, I was thinking she was going to pick it up and it was going to bite her. I just assumed she wouldn't handle it. I just assumed she was like, yeah, I'll do this, but I'm I'm not touching that snake. Well, apparently it was, maybe they didn't get a non-venomous one. Oh, sure. That was in some... Cleopatra trivia I was reading. <laughs> so if it had like, actually well, bit her, it would be Well, and though. I think that's why the the shot of it is like somewhere, like it's not yeah. even yeah. in the shot. It's like a separate shot of just the floor and like a snake. Yeah. And she had already almost died. They shot part of this right, in right. like Wales or Scotland or England uh, in the winter. England, yeah, somewhere in the UK. Mm-hmm. And um, she got very, very sick and they thought she was going to die. Yeah. Like, yeah. basically, they were like, she has a day to live. She got pneumonia because, like, the studios were so cold. Yeah. And she was, and she was, and very, she was probably, she very weighed, fragile. she probably weighed five pounds. She's yeah. Yeah. intensely small. Her, I, I, the, the braids that she has, it's so crazy she can pull off all these looks. Cause I didn't love the braids as much as I loved, like, the updo. Like the this 60s. very 60s style, like very Egypt 60s. via the 60s. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> when she's like kind of fucking with Richard Burton and he's like, wouldn't she has like the the doppelganger or whatever in the thing? But that was a cool, oh, that was uh, a cool look. On the boat. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, she's wearing, one of my all-time favorite things is that sparkle cape she's wearing. Oh my God. Um, which is just stunning. So sparkly and stunning. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like the green dress during Germanius's visit. Oh, Love that's, the, that's the one that I was like, wow. Yeah. Wow. And then also I, I do like the blue caftan in the spa scene. Yeah. Oh These yeah. yeah. Wait, is that when she, my favorite thing. When she, <laughs> <laughs> when she has the, she's like, drink it, drink it to the girl. That's going to like, remember she brings her the poison, the cup of poison yeah. or whatever. And she yeah. just goes like, and there she's like, I'm sorry. Whatever. Drink it. Now drink it. Drink it. Great. Love that. Loved, loved that for her. Love that color on her. I'm like, I just want you to be like 
kind well, of that's a all of, all I feel like that's all of her best stuff in the movie. I also love when she's talking with, is it, I can't remember who it, what's the name of her, like, that Our she was Yeah, that she was having an affair with in real life. And apparently they had a lot of that in the movie that they cut that. Um, yeah. Oh, no, no, that's Rufio. That's Martin Landau's Rufio. Rufio. Um, no, Apollodonius. Yeah. I have, is it the same quote I wrote down? Which is, which I is, have always, I've loved, always you. loved you. And I've always known. I've always known. Yeah, I wrote down the same quote. Cold. <laughs> cold, because, cold ass bitch. Because with the her. Passionate, the passionate moments don't work as well. Like when she's screaming Anthony's name and some of her reaction shots, it's like, Oof, too much. Yeah, I know, but I, I, but I guess I'm like, but I'm, but here's the thing is I don't, again, I look at her and I'm like, and I watch this movie and I'm like, her acting is even like beside the point. Like she, I just will, she is just a fascinating creature to watch because A, she's so beautiful. B, I know we know all this drama behind it. And C, she just is, she's like a Tom Cruise. She's like a movie star. Like she's not great in it, but the, the point where she's, when Anthony leaves and she has like, and she just, she has the knife and she's like destroying the bed and she's like really going for it. Like Charlize Theron could like kill that scene and it would be like a really emotional thing. It's not with her, but it's still interesting to watch because I'm like, what's your story lady? Cause she's such a, because she is such an interesting character. I think this movie worked for me more than some of the other movies because of the back, because exactly. And, and you and Kate telling me all the shit about per, the parade. I'm like, yes, like this is why I'm into this movie. I also think there's just, there are some really good moments in the movie. Like I actually love when he's giving, the scene of Antony when he's giving this the famous like Julius Caesar's dead speech, and you don't you hear it, hear anything. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's probably exact. Like, of course, he didn't really give that speech, but whatever speech he gave, that's probably exactly how it happened. There were probably there were like twelve people that could hear anything he was saying because everybody else was just standing around screaming about Caesar being dead. Um, the other the other note that I made, um, well, I love when she enters in the rug um, at the very beginning of the movie. Yes. <laughs> but um, she doesn't seem that upset that the Library of Alexandria is burning down. No. And I was like, guys, this is like an all-time tragedy, honestly. Like, this was one of the worst things to ever happen in terms of history. Um, like, learning history was the Library of Alexandria. Yeah. She gives very, she, her, she, the fight that she puts up against that is minimal. To say the least. Yeah. It's, well, it's like, this is burning. <laughs> what I'm are you going to do it. about it? Wait, she did have a really great line that I also wrote down in that, um, <laughs> in that first section with Caesar was when like, she was just like such a little like Miss Piggy. I just like really like just enjoyed that was, uh, she was like, the corridors are dark gentlemen, but you mustn't be afraid. I am with you. Yes. yes. And like all the soldiers like give her an escort when they're like, take her to an apartment. Yeah, when they Which I home. also am so confused. She was hiding from her brother, but she stayed in the same palace in an apartment in the palace. That I was just like, I don't, I don't understand logistically how this is working, but I'll go with it. Yeah. You gotta have people that can get you, I don't know, a block away. Like if not. <laughs> from the palace. Yeah. But then she'd be the Library of Alexandria, and we all know what happened there. Yeah, burned up. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. I was, I honestly expected this movie to be kind of more of a train wreck than it was. Me too. I did based too. On, based on what I knew, what I'd heard about it. Maybe that's why I, I thought it was okay like, is because my expectations were go- going in were low. Yeah. And honestly, if it was just Caesar and Cleopatra, I would have been like, that's a good movie. Yeah. I do think yeah, it falters in the second half. I understand the enjoyment of the second half because of all the backstory behind yeah. it. Um, but it's a, it's a much worse movie. I agree. I will that. say this, and I can't, I can't like guarantee it since I uh, did break up the movie. So I, I did have like a bit of a break, but I swear to God, R- uh, Richard Burton's skirt got shorter in the second half than it was in the first half. I was like, this <laughs> gets shorter. They were like, let's see that D. Yeah. <laughs> they really, I mean, they really made Anthony, and this historically maybe is true, seem very weak. Yeah. Like when yeah. he just abandons all his men, like just on to a chase rowboat. after her. Yeah. And like, it was just, and that he was like so, yeah, that the war scene, I didn't understand at all. I was like, wait, why is she leaving? And then wait, why is he abandoned? Like he seemed like a very bad leader. And his yeah. whole, he had this whole Caesar complex of like, I'll never be as great as him. Yeah. And then it's like, yeah, because Caesar wouldn't do this bitch ass move. Yeah. He was a punk so ass. Strange. Yeah. It was, it, it was, it yeah. was weird. They seemed, for all of their like passion, they seemed uh, very unhappy together. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it was sort of like, I don't really get what the point is. They felt like they were always mad at each other. I yeah. was like, I'm not sure. But I did love, I mean, Roddy McDowell is, uh, was, a was a lovely little bitch villain, which is great. Yeah. Um, you know, so there's also a story with that, that yes. they accidentally submitted him for best actor <laughs> instead of best supporting actor. And then they had to put out like a big thing in variety apologizing, um, because they were like, you should have been nominated and you would have won. And I was like, well, would he have won? Mm-hmm. Um, cause Rex Harrison's the only actor that was nominated for this movie. And he did not win. And he did not win. No, he did not. Um, so now I think we should move on to another, I guess oh, you could call this a film, and that I is How the West to. was fun, starring Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. Oh my God. Um, I wish that's what I we watched. I wish that's what we watched. I would have so rather bad. watched that three times in a row than this one. I would again. rather have watched New York Minute. I would have rather watched... <laughs> Uh, what a Girl Wants, which is not a Mary-Kate and Ashley movie, but really a very fun Amanda Bynes movie. This movie was... Garbage. <laughs> that opening shot Here. in... They're in a plane, and the lens is filthy. <laughs> and I was like, they clearly only had like one time to do this, and they like hit some bugs or something. And like, we got to use it. No, I did so much research on this movie because I was like, why, how, what? And so, and I also had such a hard time watching it because it was filmed in Cinerama. So everything's so tiny. So I had to keep standing up and walking up to my television so I could like see people's faces. Yeah. Not a great at home viewing experience. Yeah. All of that opening stuff was, is like just footage from like the Cinerama like stock footage that the beginning footage and the end footage. So I'm like, that's not fair. You just tried to make a movie out of like, you know, 
just general, like it was like if somebody took a stock photo and then was like, we're going to write a movie about this. I, have a, I, I don't want to, I don't want to jump to the end because I have about an hour and a half of the, on the last three minutes of this movie. Oh my God, I can't. <laughs> um, I mean, look, so this movie, it starts with this poor guy. He's got this spinster daughter. He's got an absent-minded Two spinster daughters. Two, two. Oh, one, of them, one of them more absent-minded than spinster, I'd say. Oh, that's He's true. got a sick son, and he's got a bucket of rocks. <laughs> and I guess a wife? <laughs> yeah, yes, he does have a wife. It's, I thought um, there was oh God, no wife. Uh, and then, he does have okay. a wife because they drown later. Right, they drown. Yes. That's, the only, that's when I realized I went, oh, that's his wife. Yeah. Also, did you guys was, know when they're going down the river, and then there's like the footage of like the... Um, the like the raft or whatever going to the rapids and then it there's clear there's like a very clear edit cut and then it's just the raft is gone. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's there's amazing. no like crashing right. or like it's well, just yeah. like oh okay. Well I guess they went under. They must have gone under. That's why they guess it sank. I was so excited when this started because I was like like I said, this was the first one I watched. And I was so excited with like that's rough overture and then like just the pretty um like the pretty backgrounds for the title treatments. And I was like, look at this cast. I was like, oh my God. And then the second, the, I should have known when they like thanked the, like uh, the, the U S government for allowing them to film on. And I was like, huh, this like really should be like a land acknowledgement thing. Shouldn't it? Mm -hmm. And then it just, how long did each, so the cast is extensive. Yes. How yes. long did each person shoot for? Two days? Well, I think uh, they had John Wayne for maybe two hours. They, there. I think it's Blinking on, you like, yeah, him. I think I read about his, that was someone where I was like, I know he's in this movie and I had to stand up and walk up to the TV to be like, yeah, okay, that's John Wayne. Yeah. I had that problem with um, George Peppard. I kept being like, well, George Peppard comes in at some point. And then I was like, it took me till after the Civil War to realize Oh shit, that's George Papard. And then I kept going, well, Jimmy Stewart's going to come back. He does well, not. Well, part of the reason you probably didn't originally realize that was George Papard is that George Papard, when this film was made, was three years older than Carol Baker, who, who was in old his... age makeup. And George Papard yeah. was playing her teenage son when he was like 38 years old. Uh, and so, like 60 year old Jimmy Stewart making out with a 20 year old. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. Gross. That was um, gross. That yeah. whole thing was gross. Also, and they like the ages also all movie. over the place. Would Jimmy Stewart have been your first choice for Mountain Man? No, that's what I'm saying. Had, that's insane. No, clearly and he, had the pick of every actor in Hollywood. That casting was bananas. Why would that happen? I think even I don't know. I think even he like was like, I shouldn't be doing this part. Like Although it is, it would, I wonder, I'm sure it does. I hope the gif of him drinking the whiskey of, from the, um, the jar, jug. From yeah. the jug exists because that, that feels like that's a good gift people could use on the twitter.com. When Jimmy Stewart said varmint, was it varm? I think it was varm. I was like, vermint, vermint. Yeah. We're looking for a vermin. I was Vermin. Like, I was like, I've, my eyes, I, I felt my soul leave my body. And I was like, what is occurring to right now? Cause I need to be away from this movie. 
he he was so awkward. And yet yes. I kept thinking this is going to get better because like this yep. is going to be like it is a weird thing. It, the movie's divided up into sections and every yeah. section you go, well, you know what, though, the next section, like the section about the Civil War, the section about this, that's going to like make sense and be cool. Right. Did not happen. I would argue Does. that Jimmy Stewart's section is the high point of the film. Mm. Wow. I mean, I think... I mean, I guess my I mean, high point... It's that great fight where he's, like, throwing stars and axes at people, and then... Yes, that that's hilarious. blows up the whole place with the gunpowder, and then it's a quick cut to Carl Malden saying a prayer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would say my favorite section would be the... Because in that Carl Malden family that grew up in the New York farm area on the Hudson, she somehow had a Southern accent. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I appreciated her in uh, in St. Louis doing her song and dance. I guess yeah, that they, was my favorite part just because I was like, at least this is something interesting. Yeah, my favorite part was I'm watching this movie that's very serious about, uh, I don't know, Carl Malden's died by this point. And... <laughs> And they're on the, he drowned, he drowned. And they're on the wagon train and then they're, and it's like, and the filmmakers were like, Debbie Reynolds got a Debbie Reynolds. Like Debbie got a Debbie. And then she does a full musical number with the people in the wagon train Mm -hmm. about having a great time. And I, the the best part of this is they set her up as like, a, a bitch. woman that works like in like the saloons as like a song and dance woman to begin mm-hmm. with. So they could have those numbers and still have them organically in the movie. Sure. But they're like, no, what if we just have a full on musical number? Mm-hmm. And the one person that doesn't get involved is, is Academy Award nominee Robert Preston, who played Harold Hill a year before. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask Craig, do you think this is the same universe? And that after Debbie Reynolds broke his heart and turned him down too many times, he, he became, became a, a salesman and con man. Well, and then I mean, it's you got, got trouble. Yeah, he's got trouble. It's his great grandson, and I think Debbie Reynolds' great grands granddaughter is Carrie Fisher. Oh, yeah, I like that. I like that because they went out to he. It. She went out west. Yeah, I just like she, I love Debbie Reynolds. Like I live for Debbie Reynolds. And um she for me, I guess she really was the bright spot in this movie, but also made no sense. Then we cut back, Gregory Peck is gone. I'm like bummer about that. And then she goes to see George Papard, who has a whole let's talk about George Papard. He's a marshal. He's got to take these guys down. I'm like, what so is like, this? Well, first so he's in the Civil War, and he drinks blood water. Right. Like, that seems like the shortest probably in the movie. And, like, the main thing is, like, him, like, drinking water, and then that other guy who ends up being, a, I guess, a Union spy or no, a he's a spy. Yeah, he's a, he's yeah, a Reb. Trying to kill Grant. They're both like, and I was like, oh my God, he got a boyfriend. And then yeah. he's like, let's run away together. And I was like, this is so And you were like, so kiss, cute. kiss, kiss, kiss. Yeah, exactly. And then and then John Wayne comes out with, uh, what's his name, from MASH. And then it's like. Yeah. And then they're like, and then it's like, he's like, oh, I don't know. I'm not a good, j- Ulysses Grant complaining about everyone thinks I'm a drunk. I don't, I'm not made out uh, to do this. I'm like, is that true? 
Like you became Her president someday. later on. What are we talking oh about? This movie, here's the problem with it. And I also think right now it is, it was just, I was like, I want this movie to stop is it just was this just garbage American propaganda yes. that I was like, yeah. I mean, not only problematic from like that native American, uh, mm-hmm. like, you know, the indigenous, like talking about the Indians like, and the, in, like they, they try to, saying yeah. that we won the West mm-hmm. and then just all of this, like Americana propaganda. I was like, I cannot with this move. Yeah. We should say it was a lot it, of bullshit with the, the, I mean, they try to throw it in there with George Papard at the end being like, well, you know, with the, tr- trying to change where the train the goes through. Yeah. But I'm like too little, too late. This, you have cast the native people as it's like the, as they're the, all Italian men. The, exactly. Like, Nobody actually native, although that would have been even worse. It was, it, it blew, it truly blew my mind. It just was like, and then the, oh, the reason the Zeb stuff was confusing is because like, again, like I said, I went on like a hate research trip with this movie because I was like, why did this happen? Um, Apparently they released like comic books to go with movies at times. Okay. And so the idea was you would get the comic books for like how the West was won. And so the backstory of Zeb fighting the Gantt, family was like a big thing so that's why when it makes no sense in the movie when he's like oh no he's back and you're like who what is this eli was it eli wallach um pro- i mean sure why not like who's not in this movie i know i forget whatever uh, we did last whatever last year we did but i it ended up being like a remarkably gay year what was it, it was a line in winter 68. 68. There was like 68. a lot of gay subplots in those movies. And I was like, this is the gayest year. I'm living for it. It was funny girl and stuff. I'm like, this is the most heterosexual fucking like cisgendered bullshit year. It is sibering. Sorry. I do want to just point out one of the lyrics from the song, How the West Was Won. Here came dreamers with the Bible, fist and guns. And I just can't think of anything more American than that, you guys. We're still there, baby. I live um, in the West, and I don't want any part of that. Let's let's give them a little bit of credit. They did manage to bring the opening hymn back around to sing at the end of the movie. Yeah. Or not hymn, but the opening song that Debbie Reynolds sings as a young woman. She then sings as an old woman. Green. And then we is it green sleeves? What is it? It's green sleeves. Green sleeves. Green it's sleeves. green sleeves. <laughs> And then we and then we cut, of course, to the aforementioned stock footage as we do a five minute flyover of cool highways and buildings. <laughs> it's, it's all like the worst. Cal- part. It's L.A. highways, you guys. Yeah. Do you miss it? No, no. Of all the places that you're gonna like, it's like of all the of all the cool things to show. It's the 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 overpass in downtown where there's like four freeways that merge. I'm like. <laughs> I've lived that, and I—I'll be honest with you—that is my definition of hell. I don't need to see that in my movie. Get that movie. It, get that out of my movie. It's like, look what we did. We stole all this land and put up these horrible highways. I could not even wrap my head around it. And also, why did we have five minutes of a buffalo stampede? I was so like, long. I've got. I first of all, no, how to make this movie footage. shorter. Had a lot of stock footage of that. Oh, I, God, I, I, 
It's just, just it's it's the thing is is all of these things I, I I've said this before and I'll say it again. So many things get forgiven for me, especially you know due to time or whatever. If it's entertaining, and I'm like, this mm-hmm. was a slog. No, yeah. that was it was awful, and I'm actually so glad it was my first one because everything from then was just when I, I was like, oh okay, all right, nothing's that terrible. See, now um, I'm going to push back a little bit on that because our final nominee that didn't win is Lilies of the Fields. And I don't know why this is a movie. Okay, this movie is called, this movie has been made again and it's called The Blind Side. (laughs) And that's exactly what it is. It is. No, 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 no. I think it is in that same category of like, Oh, oh, except it's the opposite. Except it's this time it's about an African-American man learning to love slave labor, which is problematic in its own specific way. But it felt very like, I was like, oh, this is a hour and a half jaunt. It's there. I, I have almost nothing to say about this movie. Uh, I'm going to pour myself a glass of wine. Continue. Uh, uh, Won the Academy Award for this. He's very charming in it. He's um, charming. It was there's a he had a few scenes that I was a little bit like, oh, like he like yeah. looks at his wallet and is just like, whoa, body. And it's like, oh, okay. Other than that, I thought he did a very good job, yeah. but there were just a few times I was like, oh, buddy, tone it down. I just think this, I I I just I sorry, Kate. I agree with Megan. I just think this is a nothing movie. It's enough. I think it I I'm surprised it's an it Oscar made. movie. Yes. It seems this I just kept saying like this is so cute. It was just precious, precious, precious as like a prequel to Sister Act. This is just adorable. Oh god! I, I was going to ask I how would you that. rate your how would you rate the Singing Nun movies? So Sa- Sound together. of Music number one, Sound of Music or Lilies of the Field? Where where would you say <laughs> Lilies of the Field falls? Okay, okay. Craig did text did, me. You- I was like, yikes on this movie, and Craig's was like, Singing Nuns. You love Singing Nuns. Uh, amen. 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 I mean, the crazy amen. thing about this movie, and it ends with a, the, the it comes up and it just says, "Amen." Yes. Okay. The, the the crazy thing is like, I think the craziest thing about this movie is like that Green Book, like, is still winning Academy Awards, you know, fifty five years later, when there's literally a scene in this movie where he's teaching the German nuns English, and there's this whole section where he's like pointing to himself and being like, no, black, white. Yeah. And you're like, oh, boy. My okay. skin yeah, is we, yeah. black. Oh, my. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I did that. I mean, I also, I love the, Germ, the, the German nuns. I thought Sister, was it Sister Gertrude just, she just tickled me. She was just so goofy. She was the weird looking one, right? She was the weird looking one. <laughs> um. Uh, but I, as the, I, I say that as the weird looking one. So like, congrats. well, I just like, I th- thought it was just, I thought it was very precious. I was just more like, what is this, this doing at the Academy? Like this felt like yeah. a, oh, your grandma loved that movie. Um, did you, were you aware they made a Christmas special called Christmas Lilies of the Field? Great starring title, Billy D. Like, Williams. Really starring Billy D. Williams. <laughs> I mean, and that it was made into a mu- musical. 
I mean, it's such a funny thing that that it spawned. It's it's like one of those things where it's like, I guess you don't know what's going to like. Again, I do find, I I do sort of like put this in a weird green. I definitely put this in the blind side and I do put this in kind of the green book category where it's like it made white people feel, because it's, I will say it's a shocking lack of discussion of race. This man is in Arizona. And so there's that point where, he go where they're going to the church services in the parking lot for the first time. And he goes inside to get breakfast. And the entire time I'm like, they're not going to serve him breakfast at the counter. Like they're not going to serve him breakfast at the counter. And then it's a Mexican dude. And then, so he does, it just was a, do you know what Juan's real name is? No, it's like Arthur Stanley Adams. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I was saying they all, they all have American names, but they're really actually like Italian names, but that guy is Italian. He is not. (laughs) Hella. I mean, it's, listen, it's difficult to tell the difference sometimes, but I just felt like I, in this, in the same way with these things, it's a little bit like made to make the white audience feel comfortable. And I'm, and that's what this felt like. A that's this just felt like very watered down to me in a sweet. And I listen. It's an hour and a half. I didn't dislike watching it. I was like, this is fine. But I, but Kate, to your point, why is this nominated for an Academy Award? Why does Sydney? Yeah. And I love Sydney Poitier. And by the way, Sydney Poitier can get it. Like he is hot. It did he feel like that was. That was one thing I wrote down. I was like, I wonder if him taking off his shirt so many times this movie was like a scandal at the I, time. I wonder too, because I was like, damn, I will lick <laughs> that. I will get into that. But like, I, I, it's just weird that this is all nominated because it just feels neither here nor there. You know what this it's movie, so- this movie feels like to me, honestly, like a movie that could come out this year if it was not this exact film, but it's something like, like a still Alice where it's mm-hmm. like the movie's fine and there's all this awards attention for the lead person in it, but nothing else involved with the movie is is talked about at all. Yeah. And honestly, it's it's a very weak year, as we've talked about, first of all. <laughs> Second of all, it's um, because it's a man. Anytime it's like a male part, like it's automatically, well, this probably is also a Best Picture nominee, yeah. even now. Um, so, yeah, it just... It's just, uh, it's just for me. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a nothing movie. Although I, I did write down the breakfast scene also, Kate, when he's sitting there and he's like, when he's like, I said fresh squeezed orange juice, and then he drinks it and he's like, <laughs> very nice. And I was like, well, that's your bet. That's the best actor clip right there. Yeah, I like that performance though. I was like, it made me feel very much like it was a Denzel Washington training day situation because I was like, wait, when did who guess who's coming to dinner come out? Because I was like, I am not, I would never shit on Sidney Poitier, like, oh my god, but I was a little like, this film, yeah, over Um, Paul Newman and HUD, yeah, this film. Um, um, also, the I movie, just thought the, the movie totally cool. opens like it's a horror film. By the way, yeah, like, yes, it, it was like, is this where the nun from the nun comes from? Like, oh, I was fully because I knew nothing about this film other than he won the Oscar for it, and I was like, oh no, oh no! I thought it was going to be like you I know, said, they're going to murder him. They're going to, yeah. Like, and then I was like, oh my god, this is just cute. 
Yeah. Yes, um, it is. Yeah, but, it's very watered down, you know, by the end of the movie. Like, even, like, the contractor who's called him boy earlier in the movie is a friend. And it's the German nuns. And he comes and he brings supplies. And all the Mexican men in the town have come to help build the chapel. So weird that he would turn down that help to begin with, by the way. He's like, yeah, Mama, weird. Mama, you prayed for for lots of bricks and one builder. I'm like, yeah, yeah but it, there... It's weird that he stayed... Weird that he stayed. Weird that he, well, and then he, weird then when the job was done, day. he was like, which he seemed to have cared about these people. He was like, yeah. And then he looks deuces. straight down the barrel of the camera. By the way, yeah. spikes the lens, starts mm-hmm. singing, continues singing, "Amen," and then just goes out and gets in his car and drives away. Don't say goodbye. Well, it was about how both him and Mother Scala, Mother, right, Mother, Ma, uh, Mama Maria, Mama Maria, um, they were wow. both like very stubborn individuals i i yeah i i don't know I i'm gonna blow your mind right precious. now i don't understand why it was in the yeah. in the mix but okay it was, but i just i just thought of something hmm? so those nuns they made a big deal about how they came over the wall that's how yeah. they got to america they 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 made it past the berlin wall so they're german nuns not all of them. That was what I was confused about because they say in the very beginning oh, it was right, like mostly German. One's Hungarian and some Austrian too. Okay, because I was going to yes, say those nuns, but they all spoke German. They all spoke German. I was going to say those nuns are yeah. Nazis. Those are some Nazi Nazi nuns. <laughs> we came from straight. No, they were from, from the Nazis. Don't you remember that hilarious scene where she called him Hitler? Yeah, what a funny. <laughs> yeah, what a. Fu- I was like, wow, real early to be playing Hitler jokes, nineteen sixty three. Real early, right? Don't so, know. I thought that was might be Nazis. So then we should move on to the winner of the year, which is Tom Jones. Really greatly enjoyed I this movie. Wish. Did you? I really did. I watched it while I made. Um, I was making food. I made some like focaccia or something and I had it on my computer and I was like bebopping around. First of all, again, what's his face? Albert Finney can get it. So I've I've never seen him not like as an old man. Yeah, me neither. That was cutie pie. He was cute. I thought, I mean, again, it dragged in parts, but the, the, some of the comedy, especially like the dead into the, into the camera like a lot of times mm-hmm. when they would just be like well like right into camera I was like I'm here for that uh I mean I liked it I just like I enjoyed the I enjoyed it from start to listen listen <laughs> guys this is damning with faint praise I enjoyed it more than other movies that I had already watched I was like oh I... I'm, I'm invested in the story yeah. he's hot there are some funny parts and I'm like, I understand. And I also was like, this is an easy to follow story. I was like, mm-hmm. cool. He's kind of a cad. Okay. It was. Yeah. Go ahead. Kate. I, well, I was going to say, I think I actually would have loved this movie had I not known it won. <laughs> um, I, it was, you know, it had some cute little bits. Uh, it felt like it was recorded on a camcorder. It felt like a ballet at times. There were a lot of film tricks that I was like, why is this in the movie? Like, yeah. it, like those like stop motion moments with the two servants outside the door listening and they kiss. And then when they speed up the film at one point, I was like, I don't really understand any of these choices. Um, 
Agreed. I just felt like it was something that probably was like a laugh riot at the time and almost none of the comedy like still works. Yeah. I, Jenny worked you know for me. I, the you only know why thing I, I thought was funny was the was the eating scene where they were eating like the mutton. I yeah. said it was like and the like, Austin like, Powers. It reminded me of Austin Powers. Sexy yes. mutton scene. She yeah. was the best because she also at the end when they thought that she, which is weird because she knew it wasn't her son, but they made a whole yeah. thing about like, oh, like you're, you know, whatever your son. And at that point you're like, okay, so you fucked your son. Weird. She looks yeah. dead into camera and just goes, eh. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, okay, okay. Here for this, 100%. Um, yeah, what I, the first time I ever saw Tom Jones anything was I saw a 40-minute version. In Texas, we have something called UIL One Act, which is like a one-act play competition that all the high schools do. And I saw a school did a 40-minute version of Tom Jones, and it was hilarious. And the entire time I kept thinking, this would be very fun on stage. Yeah. Like, it would be a fun, like, cap like, romp on stage, but on yeah. film. It's like the movie of Noises Off, which is fine, but Noises Off is much better as a stage property. Mm-hmm. Or, it did. Yeah, I just it, was yeah, like. It did feel very, like, Joe stage. Orton. Yeah. Like, like 60 sex comedy. It, it, yeah, it, it was just. I really liked the part where they had all the dogs for the hunt. Mm, I love those dogs. Those were good dogs. I also thought it would have been funny if he had died when he got shot. (laughs) And that was just the end of the movie. (laughs) Yeah, when he he got shot, I was like, wait a minute. They're like, he's dead. I'm like, wait a minute. There's like 40 minutes left. He can't be dead. Well, you know why? I think it won. Because Albert Finney fucking... Um, this is my theory. It is reportedly the last film that JFK saw. Apparently he watched it. And like, then he was like, I want to take a drive. Or right before doubt. Like it's like the last movie that he wow. saw. Oh, wow. How depressing. Allegedly, He missed um, out on Titanic. What would JFK have said about Titanic? Um, who knows? Would have loved it. <laughs> I, I'm going to tell you right now. Would have loved it. Um, so there's a great story about Albert Finney um, that was I I read when he died um, pretty recently. Yeah, within the last uh, it was last year. Yeah. Um, so he did not go to the Academy Awards, but was nominated for Best Actor. And apparently he was like on like a not a yacht, but like you know a bigger size boat, and he was with his Polynesian girlfriend or something, um, and some guy like a reporter like basically rode up to it they weren't that far offshore um with like a transistor radio he had been listening to the awards and he told albert finney that sydney poitier had won best actor and i'm trying to remember the exact line but basically he said good for him and looked at his girlfriend was like come on baby let's dance I was like, I love may, we, that. may we all be Albert Finney when it comes to things like that? That makes me on a boat. That makes me more sexually attracted to Albert Finney. It was like, congrats to Sydney. Like, <laughs> yeah, congrats to Sydney. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. People, people went to the Oscars way less. It feels like. Oh yeah, back then people didn't go. People were like, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. As well, they should. Who gives a shit? Do we have any other Tom Jones thoughts? No, no. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It, it, it was yeah, an no, enjoyable it, experience. 
it I feel a little bit like I feel about lilies of the field with it where it's like this is great what why is it here so before we uh, talk about any other films although Kate you know what is exciting is it is a it it is a real comedy and again not a lot of comedies win yes slash even get nominated without without it being a musical so i'm happy for them now yeah i'm like is this the only year no it's not the only year that didn't have a musical but 60s was was very rife with musicals but you know what this movie is better i'm gonna say something right now this movie and i hope a certain someone hears me tom jones is better than the music man Fifther, fifther. Fifther, fifther. <laughs> the Wells Fargo Wagon is coming down the three. Down the street. Um, Kate, from five to one, Oof. rank the nominees. Oof. Well, I'm going to say it with a caveat that uh, these, my, I would technically be starting with seven once we talk about other films right. um i'm gonna say definitely how the west was won as far down the line as i can um then i'm gonna go uh cleopatra tom jones lilies of the field and then america america oh, kate get out i feel out. very opposite from you guys kate 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 megan it's a good thing you're pretty <laughs> christ you got some shit opinions okay number five for me is how the west is won uh-huh. i cannot number four is america america Number three, I think, is Lilies of the Field. I mean, these are all bad. I don't like any of these movies for the most part. But, like, I just am like, what? I don't know. It was an hour and a half. It was fine. Number two is Cleopatra because, I, because to, quote Ramona, to quote Ramona Singer, I can appreciate the spectacle. Uh, <laughs> and number one is Tom Jones, which one? And I am fine with that. I like that so one most. My- I have Lilies of the Field at five. Oh, wow. And then I have How the West Was Won. And let me tell you why. Because as ridiculous as How the West Was Won was, there were moments that I found myself basking in that ridiculousness. <laughs> and I just didn't take anything from Lilies of the Field. Yeah, in a and fast I, and furious way, sort of, like in a, in a showgirl yeah. situation. I'm fascinated by this because I don't know what else is coming for you, Craig. I don't know. I have no idea what Craig's order is. Number three is America, America. Huh. Shock the world. Number two is Tom Jones. And number one for me is Cleopatra. Holy shit. Wow. We were pretty close. We were pretty close. We weren't weren't that far. Yeah, I was like I should point out... I don't like any of these movies. No. Oh, no, no, no. That's why I was saying if we're actually doing it, I, like I have at least two that I watched specifically for this and then a list of other ones that I'm like, eh, I mean, I would have thrown this in there wow, first. Wow, I'm fascinated by that. Please speak more about that. Yeah, so let's talk about some of the other movies from the year. Kate, we'll start with you. Okay, great. Uh, how about the fact that I saw Eight and a Half for the first time in my life and... Mm-hmm. This is a perfect movie, and it won Best Foreign Oscar, but I think it should have been nominated for Best Picture. It is absolutely perfect. It looks great. It 
um, is great. It is funny and sad and artsy. And it's just, I think it is a, one of the most perfect films I've ever seen in my life. Now, how long is eight and a half? Like 215. Uh, uh, yeah, like 220 or yeah. something like that. Okay. Just two hours. Um, I also watched eight and a half for the first time in my life. Um, and I agree with you. I think there's some, there's some scenes I really liked. I think the visuals are incredible. Fellini's not for me. Okay. This is, uh, maybe the second or third of his movies I've watched and it's just, it doesn't, it doesn't do it for me. I need more, um, I need more narrative structure or I need Raul Julia singing me songs. Mm. Well, I was like, I was like, oh my God, this makes nine makes so much more sense. I was like, I never understood <laughs> that fucking musical. I literally was oh, going to say. Oh, that's why she's in the sheet descending from the ceiling. I literally, yes. I literally was going to say, I didn't watch eight and a half, but did I did watch nine. Does that count? Is that close enough? I, I agree with Craig. I didn't watch Eight and a Half, but I do agree with Craig uh, in that Fellini I found to be not for me. But I do think that something, you know, whatever the, this is probably the pinnacle of his career, right? It does mm-hmm. seem crazy that it wouldn't be at least nominated for Best Picture. I don't know if they were, I mean, I don't know. I can't think of any, uh, sorry, from there had, there had a, a, a foreign language okay. film was not nominated for Best Picture until 1969. So, okay. not that, yeah. but that's not that long in the future. I mean, yeah, it's the there same were decade. a lot of directors. I mean, the sixties and seventies were very heavy on directors being nominated, but the films not being, yeah. and a lot of writing nominations for foreign language films, which actually we, I feel like we kind of got away from, and maybe Parasite will bring that back more. I'm mm-hmm. in um, Roma and like, but yeah. God, remember it. when Parasite won and everybody was like. It's amazing. The best movie what, actually won. Like this is a, a harbinger of the great year to come. Greatness. <laughs> um, I'm sad you didn't see it, Megan, because there's just one character that really needs lip gloss that I needed you to agree oh, with me on that. Bitch. And I, um, I'm sorry about that because um, everybody could use a little touching up. It's it September, was, guys. Get it together. <laughs> Get it together. Um, and, I also got introduced to a woman named Sarah Gina, who seems like a Jonathan Waters muse, who is maybe my new favorite character. She's a prostitute that lives on the beach and they make her dance for quarters. It's like, okay, I'm going to watch it. You had me at Jonathan Waters muse. I'm here for it. It was, I was like, I was like, I was a little bit like, all right, let's see this artsy fartsy, you know, boop a everyone. This is my favorite movie, whatever. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck this was, this was brilliant. Yeah. Um, Kate, what was the other movie you wanted to talk about? Um, I, oh, I'm like, I, I'll talk, I'm like, there's some other movies that year, but the other one I specifically watched was HUD, which mm-hmm. I had also never seen. Um, and I, yeah, I saw this one after <laughs> How the West was won. And so my first note was, at least this one's engaging. <laughs> um, I, uh, I thought this was just really great i thought the cinematography which it won for was great um and uh there's like a great quote this world is so full of crap a man's gonna get into it whether he's careful or not uh patricia neal was fantastic i wrote down um two great quotes from this movie um the look of the country changes because of the men we admire. 
And I was like, well, fuck. Mm. That's, yes. That's something. Damn. Um, and then also, don't take, don't take long to kill things, not like it does to grow. Oh, that's so sad. Um, yeah. Oh, that's so sad. I don't, this movie is also not a movie that I love, but I think particularly, like, Paul Newman, you can tell, like, immediately why he's, like, a star um, by watching this movie. And yet, it's not even my favorite Paul Newman because HUD is such a fucking asshole. <laughs> like, he's and there's... to be. Oh, no, totally. Like, he's playing the part well, but, like, there's something, like, like, my Paul Newman, I want a little bit of my Butch Cassidy. Like, I want to be, like, charmed and I want to love him. Yeah. And HUD is, like... No, you're bad. You're a bad man. He plays that uh, a lot. He does a lot of like he. It's weird to me that he does a lot of like shithead. Yeah, yeah. Roles. Um, and he's great in this movie. But I think Patricia Neal won Best Actress for this, and she has such an ease of performance, and especially in in like looking at the other like performances from this year, male and female. Her and Melvin Douglas, who plays Hud's dad. Homer. Yeah. There's just like so like there's just so natural. Yeah. And like especially getting something like How the West Was Won or Cleopatra, where people are like playing to the rafters. Uh-huh. Um, you're like, oh, how nice. How yes. nice people are just acting, like and being real people. Um, I think Melvin Douglas is absolutely heartbreaking in this movie. Yes. I well, and I was gonna ask around. Do, do you think he committed suicide? Do you think that it was like actually a like when he was, you know, going around the farm to look at the farm and then fell off his horse. Do you think it was like a suicide thing? I, don't, I mean, I think he was riding his horse at night. I think it was a thing that it probably, it was like suicide by cop. Like, I don't think it was like, a, mm. I'm going to kill myself, but I think it was, I don't care if I die. Right. When they round up all the cattle oh. and they have to kill them because they have foot and mouth disease, just like, and I mean, he's growing them to murder them anyway. But like, just like, well, the is- the Longhorns. That was yeah. just so that I yeah. I thought this was great. And what I was when I was reading about it, it was just yeah. It was about like Paul Newman was just like a dick, and he's not supposed to be a good guy. He's an alcoholic, and it's about yeah. seeing like how some men won't change, sort of a thing, and how like you know the the like you know the poison of that kind of like it's very interesting for like these cattle to have this disease and then him to have this disease and he just kind of rots and he's this and, guy at the end that he's literally lost everything like, yeah the only people in his life are all gone and he's by himself in a ranch house with nothing to ranch because the cattle are all dead um yeah um and so he uh but he was saying like you know he wanted to play this like you know like you know, cad villain, whatever. And that it was this thing of like, and everyone looked up to him of like, no, it's not. No, you don't want to be HUD. HUD's terrible. HUD's a bad guy. Tried to rape Patricia Neal. Yeah. Right. He was so drunk. A couple of bad, (laughs) uh, one bad, really bad piece of advice in this movie is that HUD's uh, nephew gets kicked in the head by a horse and they're all like, go take a nap. No, you don't want to do that. I got 10 minutes into HUD this weekend and it was super smoky out. Like I, I shut the windows uh, here in LA. I shut the windows and it was, yeah, we're on fire and I could smell the smoke and I got 10 minutes in and I was just feeling a sort of way. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this to myself. I'm not going to, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to, I'm going to give myself a treat. So I watched charade. 
instead. Because I was like, I really am only going to have time. <sighs> so I watched Charade. And listen, is it a great movie? No, it's not. It's not. Is it a fun movie? Yeah. Yes. It's a delight. I love charade. When I was, I feel like I've said this before, but when I was like a kid, uh, I was like, like every like basic bitch in America does like every dumb white girl. I was blonde at the time, but now I have dark hair. They're like Audrey Hepburn. And so I went through a real phase where I watched. Yeah. I mean, she's, Mm. she's just like she, she lived in, well, I I started with breakfast at Tiffany's and like, where she like lived in New York and had like a long cigarette thing. And I was like, that's what, that's what I want. Like whatever that is, that's what I want. Oh, I want to live in a, in a, in an apartment and like not have any furniture. Um, but so this movie is very, uh, you know, it's, it's fun. It's, it's two very attractive people just playing like little fun games. It reminds me of, we talked about this before when I talked about when Paris, when it, uh, Paris when it sizzles. This is a fun movie if you're like, if your state's on fire and you're like, and you're like, oh, I can't go outside because the smoke. And this is going to happen more and more because like, That's welcome true. to climate change. And also, and also by the way, even if it wasn't smoke, there's a global pandemic outside. Global pandemic also, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You should, and also, even if not, like, even if there wasn't smoke, like it's, you know, September in LA, which usually means in the nineties, but in the new world that we live in now means 113 degrees. So I was like, (laughs) I'm just going to straight up watch charade. And it was fine. Oh, I, I, I do. Charade's just like a classic that I enjoy. And I've seen it many times. I did a theater piece with it. You did not. What'd you do? do it. We, um, it was a writing challenge where the playwrights, uh, took sections of the film and wrote dialogue that could be dubbed in place of the dialogue that was happening. That's very fun. Is this something you did for Playwrights Horizons? (laughs) No, it's, uh, it's not off Broadway. It was a little more off, off Broadway. It was at the tank. Uh, wow. That's um, rad though. That's very cool. Um, yes. Yeah, so I, I do like charade. Um, another one that from that year is Craig just rewatched it and he's mad at me probably for he's saying this. Well, I already heard your guys' thoughts on the Russians are coming. The Russians are coming. So oh we won't God. talk about that. But uh, another one. Are you a big fan of, of, I'm sorry, the Russians are coming times two? <laughs> Um, I was like one of my favorite movies when I was like eight. Wow. 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 <laughs> Getting a real peek into you as a child. And I got to tell you, it's not, it's a dark place. <laughs> I don't, I will say this. I, I, I have not seen it probably since I was 10. So I, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to die on a cross for uh Russians. Or I tell you to revisit, but honestly don't let, let that memory live within you. Um, but another one this year was it's a mad, 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 mad world. The, uh, which I hate that when I talk to it, to people, I have to go, do you know the movie Rat Race? <laughs> I hate, I am so embarrassed because I remember reading when Rat Race was com- was going to be made and it was saying it was like they're doing a reboot of It's a Mad, 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 Mad World. And I was like, oh my God, I love that movie. I am so excited. It. And then it turned into Rat Race and I remember being devastated. Starring Oscar winner Cuba Gooding Jr. though. Like what more could you ask for? <laughs> so it's a mad, 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 mad world. So picture Rowan Atkinson, but instead he's, he's, he's Jonathan Winters. <laughs> and uh, 
Um, I have, I watched Charade and it's Mad, 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 Mad World for the first time. I'd never seen either of them. Oh. I agree completely with Charade. It's fine. It's very fun. Um, I really don't like the end. I don't like that they get together because oh. he's, they even say it in the movie, he's 60 years older than yes. she is. But they um, have to get together. Of course. You know. Um, it's a mad, 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 mad world. I actually, I put it sort of in the same camp of Tom Jones where it's a certain kind of comedy that doesn't exist anymore. So a lot of it doesn't work, but there's something about it as a historical document because it's all these amazing, like, like the greatest comedians from like the forties and fifties and early sixties that it's almost worth watching just to be like, this is Phil Silvers and this is what he was known for. And this is Carl Reiner doing this thing. And, um, Sid Caesar and you know and even cameos from like like Jack Benny has a cameo and the Three Stooges have a cameo Mm -hmm. um so there's something I think cool about it and some of the bits work and a lot of them don't really work anymore because we just have different sensibilities now but um yeah I mean I enjoyed it to just seen it also the end of the movie is like they all just escape horrific death like (laughs) when they're just like being flung through windows on a ladder Mm, um, mm -hmm. and then they're all just in full body casts. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Mm -hmm. The Um, other movie that, the other movie that I revisited um, was the great escape. I've never seen it. Oh no. No But I do know that um, I do know that, fuck, I can't remember his name from the movie. I do know Leonardo DiCaprio was up for, but along with the four, the four, uh, the three Georges, the three Georges, the three Georges. Papard. Wait, what are the three Georges? Papard. Papard and uh, Shaw. No, it's George. Not a Shaw. Um, Peck. Oh, um, no. I can't remember that. Whatever. Name. Whatever. Whatever. Continue. Um, it's a good movie. It's actually my fa- of the like early to mid '60s, overly long World War II action flicks. I think it's definitely my favorite. Like, I would definitely revisit The Great Escape before. The Sand Pebbles or oh, The God. Longest Day. Yeah. Or, um, really? Even but, before The Longest Day? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a good it's a good action flick. It's just, wait, it's two hours and 50 minutes long. It's too long. Um, Steve McQueen is a very good looking man. He can't really act. No, and not for me. I don't like blondes. Um, I'm trying to think who he... It's a fun fact about me, Kate. Not into blondes. <laughs> not into blondes. I'm trying to think who his comp is now. Steve McQueen? Yeah, because Paul Newman, I feel like, is sort of like a Matt Damon, where, like, when he would do action roles, like, but he has, like, some heft, like, he can actually act. The Rock? Um, Jason Statham? See, that's what I was thinking, but see, because there's such, like, muscle guys, but that didn't exist in the But I feel like Jason Statham is not really a muscle guy. Like, The Rock is, but Jason Statham is more of just, like, a... Like he's he a bad. Like, I think he's like a Statham or like a Vin Diesel. Yeah. Although Vin okay. Diesel has this. Vin Diesel, I guess. Remember we were talking about in the Towering Inferno, like they had to have the same amount of lines. Yeah. He, Steve McQueen and um, uh, what's his and yeah, Paul Newman. But I feel very much like um, uh, wait, what was I going to say? Not 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 Statham, but who's the other one that I was just thinking of? Wow, everything that Vin I. Diesel? Oh, Vin Diesel. He can't lose a fight. That's like in his contract. He's like right. he he in in a movie. He he's uh, always has to win the fight. That's 
Very funny. Very funny. Yeah. Telling, too. Um, I'm like, you don't get that that's, it's more interesting when you, but that's fine. Why do you think uh, Bye Bye Birdie didn't get that much love this year? I was going to say the yeah, two poor movies Anne that, Margaret. That, that I didn't end up having time to watch that were the two bird movies, which is Bye Bye Birdie and The Birds. And the birds. <laughs> um, oh, The Birds was this year. Yeah. yeah, I haven't watched the birds probably in five or six years. I don't remember liking it as much as I like most other Hitchcock, but I'd be interested in going back and watching it again. I, just, I think know. I think that movie is more fun. The ending is great. I mean, when it really gets gory, but I think that movie is almost more fun because of the backstory, much like Cleopatra, because you know right. how he tortured Tippi Hedren and he had, right. she had like a yeah. mental breakdown. Right. Um, Bye Bye Birdie is great because of that one scene that they talk about in Mad Men with just Anne Margaret to camera. Yeah, just that's the the overture part. I was in Bye Bye Birdie in oh. in junior Who did you high. Play? I played Mama. Oh, okay. My brother <laughs> My brother played Mr. McAfee. No one great. Oh. Aww. Okay. So we ha- would have had kids. I don't know what's wrong with these kids today. Kids um, yeah, it was just kind of because I was like, oh, man, how did I get a year without a musical? And then I was like, wait, but my birdie was that year. And I was just kind of like, I don't think of Bye Bye Birdie as any like less great as Music Man. No, like, not at I, all. I would say Bye better Bye than the Music Man in that the songs are certainly better. <laughs> um, but I I was like a little sad about that. But yeah, this was I was like, there are so many other movies that were better than some of the ones that were up for contention. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, so of all the movies that came out that year, Kate, if you had stay on the trophy, mm-hmm. you'd give it to eight and a half. I was going to say, unless we were, I just wasn't sure when, like when, if they were allowing foreign films to win, I would probably yeah. give it to eight and a half. But if we weren't doing that, then I'd probably give it to HUD. I think HUD would be my pick too. I'm going to shock you guys and I'm going to say, I'm going to stick with Tom Jones. I think I really like Tom Jones. I mean, I, I did. I like Tom Jones more than. That's great. I'm glad you like Tom Jones. It's not as good of a movie as HUD, which you refuse to watch because the state's on fire. Um, guys, forgive me. The state was on fire. The state was on fire. And I just thought, I don't. They on fire. We on fire. We on fire. Girl, we on fire. I was like, if I die tonight, like much like JFK did that mm. he wasn't like if I you know whatever but he died and I was like I don't watch I don't want the last movie I watched to be hard I just don't you know what I'm saying you know I was like, but that's just so but this is the thing that's just me that's just yeah. me Megan you know that's just who well, I am 1963 was supposedly a very like. With the nominees, people were really confused because HUD was the best reviewed American film of the year. And everyone was like, how did we let Tom Jones, this British film, come in and win? And we didn't even nominate the best American film of the year. There was this like weird sort of like backlash within the Academy of everyone being like, because HUD got a ton of nominations. Like, I think the director was nominated Melvin Douglas was nominated. Patricia Neal was nominated. Paul Newman was nominated. It's not like the movie was ignored. It's just yeah. it wasn't nominated for Best Picture. Again, much yeah. like 2020, I feel like 63 we can scrub off the map. Because, I mean, of the movies I saw, none of them I was like, 
none of them will I ever watch again. None of them will I ever like, if I run into somebody on like, let's, let's say it's like post COVID and it's like, I'm walking on the street and I don't have a mask and it's like, it's cause I've been vet. Like I've got a little <laughs> bandaid on my arm and it's like vaccine. Don't worry about it. And I'm like, boop, 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 walking down the street. And then I run into someone and I go, Oh my God, I haven't seen you since February. This is crazy. What an amazing time. What have you been up to? And I'm like, I've been watching a lot of movies. And they're like, what movies? What would you tell me to watch? None of these movies is going to make the cut. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You got to check out 1963's How the West Was Won. You got to. <laughs> James- Do that to like Henry America, <laughs> America. Heard of it? Oh, no? great. beating up America, America. <laughs> I thought it was especially in contrast to how the West was one of being like, no, this is actually the American film. I read it more like this. I read it more like America, America. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Kate, we ask, like to ask people this, but it's been a weird year. Do you have a favorite movie of 2020? I know I've been listening to, I've been like, Oh God, they're going to ask me that question. Because I used to have, um, back in olden times, we used to go, we used to have subscription. I had a subscription to Alamo Draft House, so I used to get to see lots of movies. Um, And so I saw a bunch of movies, you know, those wonderful January blockbusters and February blockbusters. (laughs) All the great movies. Um, So I think it's like, and Megan, like I think Birds of Prey was probably the best one. Yes. It's either, I actually... So we shut down, you know, everything shut down sort of in the city on March 12th. At least I got like my work from home for 30 days, haha, on March 12th. So then on the 13th, I was like, I'm going to go to the movies. And I went to Alvo Draft House, got my ticket for Onward, sitting down. They show the whole like trailer for the Alamo, like, you know, turn off your cell phone. This is a, you know, quiet. And then they played that. And then all of a sudden the lights came on and this woman comes out and she's like, I'm sorry, you all have to go home. <gasps> and I was like, Oh, I didn't even get to see a, one last movie. And so I was like, Oh my God, my last movie was invisible man. And Craig knows how I feel about Elizabeth Moss. Sorry, Megan, but like, get off my zoom screen. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess I would say birds of prey though. I did see Palm Spring, and I enjoyed that. I'm looking forward to the Charlie Kaufman movie. Haven't seen that one yet, though. Yeah, me too. I watched uh, it. Oh, how was it? Um, Ooh, Damien. Yeah. I think I'd take a lot more from a second viewing. Um, that seems but, about right uh, for Charlie Kaufman movies, though. Yeah, there were actually elements I liked more than I thought I would based on the trailer. For me, it really fell apart in the last hour. Mm. Um, just uh, Coco Chanel. Famously said, before you go out, look in the mirror and take off one piece. Take off one piece, right. right, right and right. if I was Charlie Kaufman, I would have looked at my film and taken off five to nine pieces. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I always like to call myself the anti-Coco Chanel. Pile it on. Look in and make sure I put one more thing on. Because mm-hmm. it's not done. If you, if you don't blind people, it's not done. Um, I guess I think probably still Birds of Prey or Emma. I really like that was my last oh, movie, yeah. Kate, that I saw yeah. in theaters. And 
and even then my friends were like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm getting my, my kicks where I can get them guys. <laughs> um, it was like me and two old ladies in the theater. But, um, I did watch, I will say, I think I've talked about this. Like we've been on like a documentary kick and I watched class action park, which is not a great documentary. The story is so interesting and just the, the movie is not great. Um, which is a bummer. Cause I'm like, somebody make a good movie about that. But, um, spaceship earth is pretty good. It's a neon movie. Um, it's a documentary about the biodome people. Um, and uh, Polly Shore. Shore. Yeah. Uh, yep. It's about Polly uh, Shore. It was one of the Baldwins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stephen, I think. Stephen Baldwin. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, but the the true story of it is very was very interesting, and I will not to give anything away, but Steve Bannon plays a role. Great. Mm. So you know he's been an asshole for a long time. I guess yeah. is what I'm learning. If you're on a documentary kick, have you watched Speed Cubers yet? No, Speed Cubers. It's, People you'll love writing this. it down, it, especially since our, after our uh, marathon of movies. It's only a 45 minute <gasps> documentary. Dreams. Oh my fucking god! Yes, Speed the two Cubers. World leaders of Rubik's cubes. Oh, I love that. Oh, I love that. It's, I love stuff like that. Um, and it's about. And it's about their friendship and it is darling and Done. it is, it's, you know, just what we need right now. Um, Kate, do you have anything you'd like to plug? I would love it if everyone wore a mask. Mm. <laughs> oh, and I don't know if you guys are having this issue, but wearing a mask correctly. Mm. Um, not under the nose, who, guys. Not under the nose. I'm not, and definitely not under the chin. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, I just, you know, as a, as a, as a theater artist, I would just really like to get back in it. So I just, I think that's what I have to plug. Meg? Yeah, I think wear a mask and please, and you know what? I'm going to piggyback on that and I'm going to say, please vote. I mean, please vote. If you live in the United States, if you live abroad and you have United States citizenship and uh, like, Please message me. I'll figure out your vote situation for you. Like, we'll figure it out together. You just should be voting at this point. I don't know what's doing with you if you're not voting. Not to shame you, but, like, I don't know what's going on if you're not voting. Nothing good. Um, We should also plug, Megan and I were on another podcast um, that has come out since our last episode aired um, called The Academy Arguments. Um, they watch one movie per episode. It was <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Much smarter. Um, so if you want to hear Megan and I sort of trash Silver Linings Playbook. Um, sort of, but there's, yeah. yeah if you, yeah. if you're, if we you want to listen to this. We don't dislike the movie. Huh. There's just a lot to make fun of about it. I don't know who box. wants to, who is, is interested in hearing about the Silver Linings play, Playbook, but if that's you. Yeah. That's your bag. If you want to hear us talk about, you know, movies that came out not 50 years ago, 50 plus years ago, that's, uh, you can find that where podcasts are found. Um, you can follow us at the Oscar should have gone to on Instagram or Facebook, the Oscar should on Twitter. Um, if you like what you're listening to, please rate and review us on iTunes. So we get more listeners. Um, Megan and I will be back probably in a couple weeks, uh, because we are doing a draft, a draft, <gasps> Isn't this exciting, Kate? The best picture winners from the 50 years we've done on this pod. Mm -hmm. And then we will let you, the viewer, 
decide who's got a better list. So, like, I that's like, a twist you didn't throw. You that's a yeah. twist. So there are probably like two or three people that will respond to that. So hopefully it's, it's hopefully it's <laughs> don't uh, say it's, that. There's it's more a than clean that. Sweep or um, an odd number. So we. Uh, <laughs> he's being he's being a dick. Um, <laughs> thank you so much, Kate, for um, suffering uh-huh. through this with us. I well, I will say this. I'm glad you did more films because if you had made me come on and talk about how the West was won, <laughs> I would never talk to you again. How would we fill that time? It'd be rough. Yeah. Um, thank you, everyone, so much for listening. Wear a mask, vote, stay safe, and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Yeah.